A bull, a bear, and a recession walk into a bar. But how much does it really matter? Hello and thanks for joining us for this week's Fastest 4 Minutes in Finance. I'm Scott Ian. As of the time of this recording, the S&P 500 had nearly started a new bull market. Now this seems like some really good news for stocks at a time when there's a lot of gloom and doom being preached in the media. But what does it mean to start a new bull market? Well, the most accepted technical definition of a bull market is closing is a closing price 20% above the most recent low. The S&P 500 closed 19.5% above its October 22 low on Tuesday. So it got close. And this is good news for stocks in that we have now rebounded significantly from where we were. But as we are fond of saying around here, it's never as good or as bad as it seems. According to LPL Research, if a new bull starts soon, the bear market would be over at a little over nine months, with a max drawdown of 25.4%. That compares to the average bear of 11.5 months with a 35.5% drawdown. So our bear market would be relatively mild compared to history. Also, if a new bull starts, the average gain is 124% with an average duration of a little over 39 months. And since World War II, the average S&P 500 gain during the first year of a new bull market has been 39%. All this sounds great, but it hasn't happened yet. And just as easily as we could enter a new bull market, we could slip back into a pullback. The Federal Reserve meets next week and the debate rages on whether the committee will raise interest rates again or take a pause. The labor market is still strong, consumer spending still strong, and the recession talk is teetering. But here's the bottom line. Chief economists disagree on whether or not we will enter a recession, and if we do, how bad will it be? So as individual investors, you simply cannot make a decision on your stock investments based on the short-term uncertainty. Uncertainty can tempt us all to do the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason. Take a look at this chart from Hartford Funds. The graph on the right shows the S&P 500 index returns over the past 30 years, including through 2022. If you had invested $10,000 in 1993 and stayed invested, it would have grown to over $158,000. But if you miss just the 10 best days over those 30 years, the return drops by 54%. Miss the 20 best days, and it's 73% lower. And miss the 30 best days, you made 83% less. On the left, reinforces the concept that we don't know when we will get those best days. In fact, over that same time period, 52% of the best days happened during a bear market. Another 26% happened during the first two months of a new bull market. The S&P 500 index is an index and it can't be directly invested into, and these are historical returns and no guarantee of future results. But whether we are still in a bear market or in the first month of a new bull market, we may see some of the best days over the next 30 years. So if the nation's best economists cannot agree on what happens in the macro economy over the next few months, how can we place a bet that we are not going to have one of the best days in the stock market over the next 30 years in the next few months? Staying invested and not selling into a downturn is the best way to invest in stocks and achieve your goals. Thanks for listening. 
You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.